Good evening. Hi, everybody. It's Hannah here. And Scott. And you're listening to Chat and Stew Disney, our weekly podcast uh, known as After Dinner Disney. It's uh, Friday evening for us right now, and we have had our dinner, and we're all settled in and ready for a kind of chat about all Disney news and things and thoughts and feelings over the past week. So, yeah. So, happy weekend. If you are listening at the weekend, if you're listening on a Monday, happy Monday. Yeah. Or maybe not happy Monday. Mondays. No, Mondays should be great. Let's always have a happy Monday. Do you remember the happy Mondays? No, I'm not old enough to remember the happy Mondays. You lie. <laughs> Everyone knows Sean Ryder. Anyway. Um, so I think this week we'll have a slightly different approach. I think we've both got some bits of well, Disney news in particular that we want to talk same, about. Same, same, but different. Same, same, but different. So you'll, you'll do... Well, there'll still be some news... And then there'll be some chat about stuff. Yeah, I think I got a couple of bits of news that, like normal, you haven't heard as well. But um, it's always the way. We'll see how that goes. I tell you what, you kick things off this week. Let's do it a bit differently. You, you tell me what you want to chat about first. Well, the first thing that we had some new. Well, it wasn't really news today, but Disney sent us some new DVC magnets today. Oh, yeah, they did. Oh, we weren't expecting that at all. It was. It was weird. It was just a. a, a it was a signed FedEx. You know, envelope delivered by courier, obviously FedEx, and oh, I bet you wondered what that was when it arrived. Yeah, I did, and um, yeah, it was just a kind of a very small letter saying "Welcome home," and with two new kind of different design DVC magnets. Yeah, the, 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 the new the new design for DVC, well, newish. Um, I think it's available on the like current Magic Bands and some other merch and clothing and stuff. Definitely, definitely saw that design while we were out there last month. Um, but now we've got it on our fridge. Yeah, so we have. Um, in fact, the DVC magnets we got when we bought, we've both got those on our cars. They're right? on the cars, yeah. yeah. I think if we kept putting all these magnets on our cars, you wouldn't recognise our cars. Uh, well, no, we would look a bit, I wouldn't, bit, a bit weird. I wouldn't put our pass holder magnets on the car. I don't think anyone would get it anyway. No, well, it doesn't I, matter no, if they no, don't. No. You're only doing it for yourself anyway. But I know, I but I honestly them. think people love Mickey Mouse and Minnie Mouse. Well, we've got, what, Minnie Mouse and Simba on our pass holder. Yeah, I don't want them pinched. I don't want them pinched. And I honestly think, even though this is the UK, people What does that mean, even though them. it's the UK? It's even I because guess, it's the UK, people the are UK. pinching. I just guess that in the UK, maybe they're not widely as widely recognised as maybe they would be in the States. But who knows? I just, full stop, I don't want them pinched, so... But anyway, thank you, Disney, for for the new magnets. Our fridge appreciates them very much. Yeah, we've got quite the collection of large magnets from from florida now and there yeah our fridge is, is is absolutely covered so so i'm 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 starting with with something to talk about so yeah. i wanted to talk about and, and I, i'm conscious that we might talk about this a lot so we won't go we, in the following weeks we will try to stray away from it um but it is still kind of fresh so i want to talk about uh galaxy's edge and the fact that Disney maybe now are starting to see or believe that it's not a success. Well, okay. I I think Disney have known all along that perhaps it's... Um, I'm, I'm never going to say it's not a success, by the way. Well, I don't I agree. And that's the point. I don't okay. agree. And I'll tell you why in a minute. Well, but... I, I, think, I think it's not gone quite the way they'd hoped. That's not to say it's not a success. So, who, so tell us then, who have they moved from their post... Because of the uh, potential lack of success. That would be, I think it's Catherine Powell. I think that's her name. And she's the head of Disney Parks West. So she's basically in charge of um, Disneyland 
in Anaheim, Walt Disney World and Disneyland Paris and she has now been moved along. I don't know if they've named her a replacement yet. They may but have but I, from what I heard, it was it was cited that because of the um, lack of traffic in the Galaxy's Edge lands, is that right? Is that why she was moved on, or is, well, is that mean, just an assumption? I think it's an assumption, but I don't I don't know. Okay, well, I and, mean, and, and and let's be honest, when in Galaxy's Edge opened up over in California, obviously for the first you know week or so, it was a really big deal, and then. Uh, I remember watching vlogs and stuff. I remember an Adam the Woo vlog where a few weeks after it opened, he went into Disneyland Park without going into Galaxy's Edge just to see how big the crowds were around the rest of the park. And it was very quiet, given that it was at the height of summer as well, because this would have been, what, June? Yeah, June. So I think I, I think they are a success. I just think the success is yet to be realised. And there's two things... That, that have happened that I don't think have been... Well, no, there's, there's probably three things I think have led to, to, to the situation that we're in at the moment. Um, I think both parks should have opened on the same day. I think staggering the opening means that you had all the excitement and fun at one in Anaheim, uh-huh. and then everyone just knew that Florida was going to be the same. It was the same land. It was identical. It was just in a different state. And so I think it, it, it the, the excitement for Florida was dampened by the fact it was it was the same, but just later. I think that maybe a, a kind of a trick was missed a little bit. I think that although you could have had the two same rides, I think they should have made the lands different, like different places. So one was like Black Spy Outpost on Batuu, and one was another place elsewhere with but, completely different theming and styling, because I get what you're saying. Because otherwise, what's what, why? Because then you'd want to go to both, with them both being the same. If you've been to one of them, you what's the need to make the effort to go to the other one if it's exactly the same? It's the same reason that Disney parks aren't the same footprint in every country. You know, Tokyo is different to Shanghai. That's different to Paris. It's different to Anaheim. Different yeah, to Florida. Yeah, I get that, but I think I think where Galaxy's Edge is concerned, they had a very clear, linear story behind the whole place, um, and the rides fit around that story. Yeah, but the, you know, the, the 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 Star Wars universe has lots of planets, right? So they they weren't limited for choice of where they could for content. So they could have made two completely different worlds, you know, and and the content. So the rides could have been the same, but but the, the con. I mean, I don't know about um, the uh, oh, forgetting the name. Well, it's not open yet. Rise of the resistance. Rise of the resistance. So I don't know about how that one might will translate, but certainly the Millennium Falcon Smugglers Run. I mean, that's just a different screen and pre-show. You know, different different you know digital movie content. It could be the same ride. So, you know, for the sake of creating new digital content, which, let's be honest, they're going to have to create new content anyway because that ride's going to get real old real quick because Star Tours has lots and lots of different digital content. Yeah. And essentially, Millennium Falcon is Star Tours with knobs. Well, I mean, I, I think they will update that content. I mean, that's something they have done with Star Tours. I guess Star Tours is a bit easier because it's able to reflect the different movies as they come out. And so they're able to just make an addition, you know, in, in terms of a different type of scene um, to reflect those movies. Yeah. I don't know how that would work for Smuggler's Run, but well, given the, the, that, given that you know, 
you could have everything the same up to the point where you get in the ride and, and take off and then you could have a different story and the stories can be endless, can't they? I mean, the thing is, yeah. is you're 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 almost picking like a period that's that's that, that there's a vast history for the Falcon, and even if you're picking a specific time zone, which is obviously post Force Awakens, I'm guessing, because there's no Han, it's just Chewie. Mm-hmm. Um, then you know you there's you could pick any number of adventures that I'm sure they can come up with. So, but that—that's not my. I think those are two things that that maybe could have worked. I would have liked to have seen them as completely different lands. I mean, because it would make me want to go to Anaheim to see the other one. Yeah, that, and to have something unique would have been really cool. But I think the main thing. So, so that's not a negative about Galaxy's Edge because I, 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 I love it. But I think that where they've done themselves a disservice uh-huh. is launching the land without Rise of the Resistance open. Yeah, because Rise of the Resistance is the like key ride it's the flagship attraction it is the absolute flagship attraction now you imagine pandora without flight of passage if all that pandora had was satuli canteen and navi river journey how busy would that land be yeah i know i know exactly what you're saying i i don't know why they've opened it ahead of opening rise of the resistance do you know do you know why I don't think they've said, have they? They've just said this is it. It's not opening. It, it, I don't think it makes. Away. I, I, I and think... it's even stranger, actually, that Rise of the Resistance is going to open in Florida first, like a good month before it opens. And they do the same thing. I mean, maybe that's a bit of a kickback to the way that the the fact that the lands opened at different times. I don't know, but I, I it seems I don't know why you would launch a land where the flagship ride for that land isn't open. Do you um, think, do you, right, okay, I think a lot of the reasons for all these kinds of things have been budgetary. Obviously, to build Galaxy's Edge on both coasts would have cost millions upon millions of dollars. Um, and I think the reason they're exactly the same is a cost decision. Just it's cheaper to make two of everything than to design two separate things. Um, and it's then, cheaper in the short term, but I don't think it, I, I think you lose your revenue in the long term. And I don't think Disney are that short-sighted because for the sake of, of you, you know, the, the construction process is a one-time deal, right? So they pay that money, but the amount of revenue they'll get over the next 20 years of people going to those lands, because they could have tied one of the lands into the new Mandalorian TV series. Yeah, but they, they don't can... know how popular that's going to be yet. But I, I guess that's the thing with... They don't know how popular this last movie's going to be that's going to tie the Star Wars trilogy together. And if here's... that was a flop... It would kill the land anyway. Here's another thing. Obviously, Galaxy's Edge was dreamt up and probably designed on paper and possibly even started on the, on the build phase already when um, the last Star Wars movie came out, which was... I, the name escapes me now. For what? The last Star Wars movie. The L- Last Jedi. Is it, yeah, The Last Jedi, yeah. Um, it, and the thing is, I think Disney expected The Last Jedi to do phenomenally well and um it uh, while it certainly took an awful lot of money at the box office it it was a little bit disappointing because, especially um, for hardcore star wars fans but i think you've got you, you you kind of you've almost got to negate that movie because disney's got to look to the future with that because a they need to end that trilogy and go out with a big bang which i think well i hope will happen hmm. Plus, you've got the other movies that are going to be made, plus the TV shows and all the various offshoots. So Disney have another kind of, you know, a good 20 years worth of Star Wars stuff. 
So I think it would be really short-sighted to just base it on like closing off the last trilogy. Um, but I think the, the other thing that, that it, it the, the other thing that they should have put in the land, which they haven't done, it, it is interactive like environment or scenery. So you've got. Uh, you're going to go and I need to explain what you mean yeah, by I'm, that because I'm, I think a lot of people would describe what's already there as interactive. So so you've got two, you've got two rides, right? Mm-hmm. And then you've got the marketplace, mm-hmm. and then you've got the eateries. Okay. Now the 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 canteen is great, but you have got to go in and, and buy food or drink. Are you talking about Doggy Bay Seven? No, well, the, no, Olga's Cantina. Doggy oh, Bay okay. Seven is just a counter service place to eat. Okay? Yeah. So, but what I mean is, so you've got the you've got the marketplace, but that's just it's 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 merchandise. Mm-hmm. Okay. What what I kind of think would have been really nice is to have kind of like your Swiss Family Robinson kind of treehouse situation where you just walk through environments that you know I was really hoping and expecting that that Millennium Falcon that's at the front you could walk up the ramp just like when you see the Stormtroopers walk up there in A New Hope yeah and you could essentially the bit where you have the when you go on Smuggler's Run and you you are inside the Millennium Falcon with um you know all the iconic sets in the movie I was expecting to be able to go in the Millennium Falcon and walk around that in kind of real I'll give space. You that. I remember when they first released those first images of inside the Millennium Falcon. It was well over a year ago. And I just got the impression because you were going to be able to walk around inside the actual ship and see it as it is in the movie, then the way to enter the ship surely was going to be yeah. up the ramp. So I think that's... that's the, but I didn't... I, I didn't... I, I wouldn't want that as part of the ride. I, I would just want to be able to walk around the Millennium Falcon to enjoy it. That's not part of the queue that you're not necessarily rushed through. I think, you know, and other things as well, like, you know, this wouldn't necessarily work in that, you know, time period and location. But you've got so many sets, like, like you know, um, the moisture farm where Luke grew up with Owen and Brute. It's, it's, that is an iconic set. Yeah, but right? the, and then you've got the like, thing, that, that, that strays from the story. No, no, yeah, but you're, not, you're, no, no, you're missing the point. <laughs> uh, I was using that as an example. Okay. And the same as, as like Yoda's like hut, for example, is obviously not those, but things that are either, things like those that are in the current location in the current universe that you could just walk around and experience where you weren't going to buy a lanyard or a spirit jersey. Yeah, I know what I would want to be in the world and just in the world. Yeah, I know. But the thing is, you're mentioning two very iconic scenes from Star Wars movies that people have a vested interest in. And um, because they're creating a new planet, a new place, there aren't those scenes or, or homes or no, whatever, things think... that people already have that level of interest in. I don't think it's about familiarity. I think it's about exploring a, a world that doesn't exist, that... that, that, that that you can then start to feel and believe. It's hard. It's really hard for someone like Galaxy's Edge, as it is at the moment, to get into the world. So if that marketplace was selling, um, like real world, like planetary goods, um, then that would be really cool. But it's obviously selling Star Wars themed Disney products, which is fine. That's what you expect. We all buy it and we love it. And that's not. A, I'm not knocking that, but. I want to walk around the world where I feel like I am actually in the world. So, so the the whole time I'm I'm not seeing merchandise. I'm seeing real world stuff. Well, I think 
in closing of this aspect. Well, one, of, one last bit. Oh, one oh, last oh, bit. Oh, oh, oh. I think the, where what? Pandor- well, let me just let me just respond to what you Go just on. said very quickly. I think you're going to get that with Rise of the Resistance. When that attraction opens, that we know that that's going to be. But it's about, a ride that you got a key yeah, for. But, I'm not talking about that. No, but I think you're going to get that level of interaction and immersion. You will, that but it's still a ride. At the it's still a ride. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about a land that you can believe in. Um, the only, the only other thing, and I, I love it as it is. Like, I'm not, I'm not dissing it. I'm saying what would, what I believe would make it even better. And and the, the other thing that they need to do, and I don't know if they've planned to do it, but they need to do it, is in Pandora. You have um, a couple of different shows. So you have the mech suit. I don't know what those suits are called, but like the guy in like the mech suit and stuff. That's, that's yeah, that was around. really funny. I really enjoyed. So that. you've got that over outside the Tuli Canteen, which is really cool because the suit is amazing. Um, but you've got all that interaction. It's kind of like a, sh- a show, really. Isn't but it? I think they've got that. We just didn't see it well, while we were there because they've got the one with the rebel spy. No, and then they've got is another... there a show with the rebel spy? Yes, there is. Yes, you know the bit with the speeders um, all lined up, and there's kind of that walkway area across the top where right. we saw some stormtroopers yeah. walking across. They do a show with the rebel spy there, and they also do a show over the um, over by Kylo Ren's ship where Kylo comes out of the ship, and then there's some first order kind of senior officers or what I have no idea what their rank is um but they come out and they do a show as well and they go out into the crowd and they interact with the crowd after the show as well so that exists that is there it's just that we didn't see it while we were there all right well that that's that's my bad then but I think there needs to be more of that because you have that interactive drum thing at Pandora as well the whole musical thing yeah that was on. really good too um and it happens quite frequently um it felt like with, with the characters and whatnot in Galaxy's Edge it was kind of luck of the draw as to where if you even saw any yeah um let alone, yeah. So you know, I I think I think that that I think it's great. I think it's awesome. I can't wait to go back. But I think that there's things that could have been done to have made the launch, the design, the and the experience better. I I still don't know why you would hold off on that on the key attraction because that's always going to. It, it's quite hard to get that that back that initial experience back. So Pandora because Flight of Passage. For, for essentially what is a, you know, soaring plus, 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 you know, it is one of the best rides in Florida. Mm-hmm, sure. Okay. Um, and it is amazing. And, and you seeing people's reactions when they come off a flight of passage is, is awesome. Um, if they've not been on it before. Even if they have been on it. I love it. Every time I get off it, I'm wild about it. But, you know, if, if Pandora had opened without that ride and had been open for four months or so without that ride, that would... Would the you know the negative response of Pandora is a bit bland and boring, and the only ride open is not that great? Um, would that have lasted? Would you be able to get that confidence back in the land? And I think that's the challenge that Galaxy's Edge is going to have, is because it didn't open with that key attraction. You've not got the big wow at the very beginning that that goes on for a long period of time. Because even Pandora, even now, even like all this time later. The rush in Animal Kingdom to get to Pandora and Flight of Passage in the morning yeah, it's is, crazy. Is, is immense. Whereas you could go to Galaxy's Edge at like two in the afternoon and just pretty much walk on Smuggler's Run. Yeah. You know, and that, that that's a real disparity for me because I tell you now, there's a lot more Star Wars fans than there are Avatar fans. Yeah, I love sure. Avatar, not knocking it. Please don't have a go at me. I'm not doing that. But there are more Star Wars fans, factually, than there are Avatar fans. So it, that's really weird to me that that... I think it's going to change. I think once Rise of the Resistance is open, it's going to change and it's only going to get better. Cool. That's it. Done with Galaxy's Edge. Your turn. Um, I want to talk about the fact that on Monday night, Illuminations ends. Oh. 
Which means that as of right now, there will only be four more performances of Illuminations and then that's it. It's gone forever. And I'm, On what night? Mon- Monday. Monday's oh, the really? last oh, wow. one. On the 30th of September. Um, I would love to have been there for the final ever performance of Illuminations. I think it's a wonderful, wonderful show. I know it's like 20 years old now and I know that it's kind of cheesy in places, um, but it's just amazing and I'm sad it's going. I, I don't like the globe bit. I find it really boring. I like I like it, but I don't... When they announced that Wishes was going, I was really kind of like, oh, I don't want that to go. I love the new show, so, you know, I'm sold on it now. Yeah. But I, at the time, I didn't want Wishes to go. But But... With, with illuminations, it's like yeah, because you have the the brilliant opening, and like fireworks and stuff, and then you have twenty minutes of trying to pick out what images are on that globe <laughs> that are so small and poor quality that you can't really see it. So you're just trying to pick out the narration and the music to try and work out. And then it's fireworks again. Yeah, but it's those like, fireworks are yeah, epic. Exactly. So, so you know that, but the the, the globe bit. Not so much. So I'm looking forward, and so the interim show. Yeah, I'm really excited I'm a, about. I'm excited about, even though we're not going to get to see oh, it because I it's going to be done before we get out there next year. I know. Um, but Epcot Forever looks like it's going to be amazing. I um, I've seen some preview videos on YouTube that Disney Parks have put out, and um, hearing some snippets of the old music, which was recorded in the UK, funnily enough, by um, an orchestra in London. Um, and just hearing those tiny snippets and some of the the choir stuff that they'd recorded and it almost brought me to tears literally just hearing just seconds of a preview of that music so i think i'm going to really be pleased with at least watching it on youtube do you reckon they're going like, to put the, the the globe out in the middle of the lake and just like set fire to it like a big At the bonfire end. <laughs> just burn it to the ground no <laughs> <sighs> it is interesting to think what would um happen with the globe They'll probably make it like a big planter, put it somewhere in Epcot. Think, I wonder, yeah. On top of something, it'll I be like hidden. I like the idea of them repurposing that globe somehow in whatever Epcot becomes. Yeah. That would be really cool. And Disney are known to repurpose certain things in certain areas. So that would be nice. I'd, I'd rather they did something like that than it, you know, just go into landfill. As long as they don't use the, the, the screeny mapping stuff on it because it, yeah. <laughs> I don't like it um, but yeah I'm, I'm sad that's going I'm and I'm sad that, that there's that new spirit jersey that, that's come out today we saw that today a new goodbye illumination spirit jersey in fact you have the pass holder t-shirt that you bought while we were out there like the baseball raglan style t-shirt and I haven't worn it yet because I can't because we haven't done our merch haul video for the vlog yeah, I know we are. We have a box yeah. full of stuff, sort of merch we bought back that we, we haven't been able to touch. Haven't done it. So this weekend, hopefully, but you you are going to get a vlog up this weekend as well. Yeah, that's my plan. Anyway, yeah. Um, Topic. Yeah. So illuminations. Um, I don't think there is any more to say about that, to be honest. And, it, it's you know. It's sad that everything's changing, and because Epcot is 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 a fave, is to see all this change at once. And that's why I don't buy your whole budget thing with Galaxy's Edge because Disney is spending an absolute mint at the moment. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, to see all those changes that have got in a one it's like, oh, it's just too much change too fast. But Illuminations, same as Fantasmic. And yeah, they, they are both due... Uh... Yeah, well, there's no word on Fantasmic, although Fantasmic in um, 
in Tokyo in Disney Sea, that has been given a final performance date, although I can't remember when it is. It's, it's next year at some point. So that's going to be leaving there, which means I think it's likely that it will be leaving uh, Disney World at some point, though it's not been announced yet. It's difficult because I think, kind of, you know, Disney, they, they've. They're their own worst enemy because, in, in in a respect, because once you've seen the projection mapping on the castle, mm-hmm. is it, nothing else compares to that as a nighttime show. It's so good. And you know what I've noticed is since they started doing projection mapping effects in shows, you know, um, so when did we, we we first went in two thousand and twelve, and I I can't remember exactly what it had then in terms of, of the projection mapping. But anyway, since then, it's improved again and again and again. And I would say... The not-so-scary stuff is amazing. The not-so-scary... Um, I can't remember what that new new fireworks show is called, but the one that replaced um, Color Wishes. Which that's going to. Yeah. The projection mapping in that is better than Happily Ever After. Yeah, it is phenomenal. It's so like deep and detailed. And clear. Yeah. And, and not like the globe in Illuminations. No, definitely not like the globe in Illuminations. Um, so whatever technology they're using for that, it is getting better and better. Um, I don't know what they would bring to Hollywood Studios if they did get rid of Fantasmic. I mean, obviously, Fantasmic has a great big purpose-built stadium. So it's a big movie show. They need they need to like take all the big movies and franchises that they have, and do a big stage show that incorporates them all with like a stage show with all the fireworks and stuff. Yeah. They've got the, they've got the whole stage. They've got all the water. They could do some epic stuff and, and like, but with real people. It doesn't have to be digital. They can have real people. I like the real people. Thing. Isn't that what they've got now though? Isn't that fantastic? Yeah, but it's just it's dated, isn't it? You know, you could say that about a lot, a lot of shows. It just needs a, re- a refresh. I tell you what, though, when Kai and I went and saw it, because that was the night you went back to the hotel, um, I did not realise how wet you get when you sit in the first few rows. I think we were in, like, the fifth row back. Um, and we got soaked. I was trying to film it, but I had to keep sheltering the camera with my hand because the spray... I mean, maybe it was just the wind direction was just perfect to hit us but it was so wet talking about real people and cameras we spoke about that in the last vlog didn't we about the camera situation what about on the, the last situation? podcast rather i don't remember what what, what, what the are meet you... and greets with the photographers yes we did we talk did. about that yeah, i'm yeah. still upset about that are you yeah we won't talk about it again now, I think, but I think I'm the rest of the world is. I mean, just as an update, I think I think when we spoke about it last week, that that petition was about forty something thousand signatures, and I know that's nowhere near enough. I know it's now like close to ninety. It may be even. It close should be to millions. 000. It should be millions. We we want the photo pass. And I, I've I've seen people talking about it online since, and um, some people saying, "Oh, why are you even bothering to sign a petition? Disney aren't going to listen." But you know what? I do think they will. Disney do listen to their customers, and um, yeah, they do. And I really hope this is one thing where they do make a change. But anyway. Go on then. What's your next bit of news? Oh, just um, really, it was carrying on from what we were saying about Illuminations and the changes coming to Epcot. Um, tomorrow, the Odyssey building. Um, with its new paintwork. With it had, well, yeah, this is it. Right. So um, two years ago when we were there, there was a big thing for food and wine in the Odyssey building. They had a lot of merchandise there. They had special drinks and that kind of thing. Um and then when we were there this year, it was all shut up, which seemed a bit odd that they weren't doing any food because and wine stuff there. Because they didn't... Oh, it was so good before. I know. But they, they were they were in the process of, of painting it, weren't they? And then earlier this week, um, all that came down, and its new paint job is fabulous, by the way. If that's how Epcot's going to look when it's all done, I'm very happy Do you know what it looks that. like? It 
I've only seen one one shot. And do you remember that um, that that toy from the eighties? I think they relaunched it, but that big track, like with yeah, the buttons does. on the back, where yeah, you push the buttons to tell you where you want it to go. <laughs> it looks like the side of a big track. Well, that's good because a big track. If you don't know what we're talking about, please Google. look it up online. A big track. It, it it's the epitome of eighties. Eighties technology. That was yeah. amazing. The eighties. So 80s. at least and that it was means maths. that the the Epcot is somehow with its new design going to be equally reflecting, kind of looking forward in the future, but still having that little bit of eighties magic, which is Has what to. Epcot means to me. So, um. Anyway, tomorrow the building opens, and what's going to be inside is the Epcot Experience Center, and from the concept art that's been um released, which um not for the benefit of anyone benefit of anyone listening i can show you now um basically looks like it's going to be a mixture of i'm not sure if these units are like retail bits but certainly in the inside what you've got here is a massive uh model like a scale model of what epcot's going to look like um in future world when it's finished um and then there's going to be loads of concept art and things like that so people it's an can epcot preview. sales pitch it is an epcot sales pitch but you know what? i'm sold yeah. I'm told. And, and all I've seen is one piece of concept art. As long as they do beer flights as well. I don't think they're going to be doing beer flights. Well, that's where I got my beer flight. I know. Right. That beer flight was really good. It was. Yeah. But that, it doesn't look like there's beer on sale here. It just, the only thing they're selling, like you say, is Epcot. That's not, that's, is that a good use of that building? I don't know. Because I like that building. I like its location. That they, they should have, I would love to see in there, like, because it can change frequently it can change month by month but like cutting edge science stuff so like various things from like the like MIT or Google and whatnot like different robotics stuff and technology like displays and demos of those things and it can change frequently as those things develop you know and that that's what Epcot is for me so just to go in there and every time you go to to, to that building you see the the latest technology. Well, that may well designs. be incorporated into whatever. Because then it's fluid becomes. as well. You're not stuck. You're not stuck in a in a, you know. Well, this is the exhibit, and this is what it's going to be for the next five years. Is you can change it like every six months or every twelve months, whatever it is, and you can get those different, be it companies or organisations or institutions or whatever. NASA can have a bit. Um, SpaceX have a bit. Like I said, Google and uh, MIT and whoever. I think, I think you're right, and I think Lockheed's only down the road. They can show some of their top secret <laughs> yeah. stuff. Do you remember that time we accidentally drove onto Lockheed property in our hire car? I did and... think the security guy was going to shoot us. Yeah, that was. Um, what is it? They, do they build like weapons? Like, yeah, they, military well, weapons. Lockheed. Yeah. They, so we weapons, were basically yeah. driving around Orlando. Um, I think this was about four years ago. And we didn't have a sat nav. <laughs> it, was during, it was during all the major roadworks. <laughs> and there were there were roadworks everywhere that year. It was crazy. So, so we just followed the wrong bit of roadwork and ended up uh, driving into Lockheed Martin. Yeah, and the security guy and the he wasn't thing, He looked at us and we just, I think we just wound the window down and just went, "We're British. <laughs> we're on holiday. We don't know." Where he didn't we are. care. It was he, like it's a federal offence. Yeah, yeah. Again. He he. Well, I mean, he was very kind. He just basically. Told showed us where to go, and we got off the property very, very quickly. But he wasn't impressed. Anyway, um, look, Disney have to they have to communicate these changes in a in a kind of physical form to guests. And the Odyssey building, it's the sensible way to do that at the moment. So for now, I think this is. This I know. Is I just right want to thing. walk into that building and be wowed by stuff. I want to see stuff that you can't you see now, anywhere else. Next year, we're going to walk in that building, presuming it's all still on display. I'm sure it will be. 
And you're going to be wowed by that. It's cool, but it's it's a it's it's like a self fulfilling ex. You know, it, it's it's an expo. Expo? What am I saying? An, an experience of itself. You know, it's like Epcot Inception. You know, <laughs> rather than an actual thing in its own right. But well, yeah, it looks cool. I it does am look looking cool. forward to seeing YouTube videos about it later. I want to see week. the outside of the building, so that's really cool. Yeah, it does look really cool. Right, well, I think it's your turn. What did you want to talk about next? So, I'm I'm filled with anticipation. Okay. Do you remember Rocky Horror Picture? Yeah, yeah. I love Rocky Horror Picture. <laughs> um, I'm not going to start singing. No, Do you please. remember I used to sing that all the time? No, yeah, please don't yeah. start, please. Um, anyway, <laughs> uh, so Disney Plus. Ah, yeah. So so we were Disney Life members for quite some time. Is it Disney Life? Yeah, we had Disney Life, I think. We I had think it for about it. eight months, I think. Yeah, from the start of this year. Yeah, and... and it, it, it's really good, but obviously it doesn't have all its own rights yet because Sky and Netflix have lots of Star Wars and Marvel stuff and everything else. And, I and Disney Disney Life is gone now. You can't even yeah, get that. And, and they didn't invest either in you know the new shows and developing stuff. And obviously their plan was to, to bring out this Disney Plus. So I am really excited about Disney Plus. Yes. Even um, though we don't have a date for it in the UK yet. So, that's, that's, so, so there's a couple of things. Why have the Netherlands got the demo of yeah. Disney Plus? Why yeah. the Netherlands? I know they're getting it now. They've got it now. That's the thing. Is is I've tried to log in with a VPN and, and Disney have sorted that right out. Have you they? Can't get <laughs> um, but why, why the Netherlands? I don't mind. Good on you, Netherlands. I hope you're really enjoying all that good stuff on Disney Plus. But but why? Um, but also, yeah, the the the. Um, I want a date because we're, we're even after the US, aren't we? We're not. Yeah, launching. so the US get it in November, and and now it, things like there was an offer for D twenty three members, and we're D twenty three members. But you had to be in the states. We had to be in the states, and you could basically get get it. it you were locked locked in for three years subscription, but the subscription was literally like three years for the price of one or something like that. It was, it was, it was just really dirty. It was a no brainer. Yeah, well, I mean, we would have done it hands down, but obviously because. It's not even been announced as a date or when it's going to be ready in the UK. We just can't do that, and so we're just still stuck. So, but you know what? I'm I'm looking forward to it, and and I think that's why I think that that there's been a bit of toing and froing over the last decade between um, whether movies or TV series were like the 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 better or where like you know the studios were investing yeah and there's been certainly been a much more heavier investment in tv especially with things like game of thrones well and... this is this is so that, that's my point is mm. that is that obviously things like game of thrones which were never a movie and their their subject matter was never a movie uh-huh. was fantastic absolutely amazing you know and i think you know you had, you had all those series that started off like 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 24 and sopranos and stuff that had that whole thing and it's we been going way been, back with those. but but yeah i'm going back to kind of when that whole thing really kicked off i'm watching things in box sets and yeah. binge watching things now and that was before like on demand tv and stuff yeah, you had I mean, to go you're and buy talking, the dvd you're talking nearly 20 years ago um but what what you, so you had those really good shows with absolutely massive budgets but then there's been those various Marvel spin-off shows that haven't had the budget, and I, I've struggled to watch them. Are you talking about them. things like Jessica Jones and, and Agents of Shield and um, 
what was the the blind dude? Yeah, I can't remember. Because we oh, um, Daredevil. Daredevil. Yeah, they're kind of like cult cult status. But they you know, they, were, they have hardcore fans, but they probably weren't. Um, they didn't have the budget, but uh, they were at the time when lots of TV series did have the budget. And yeah. considering the studios they came from, so I'm looking forward because uh, you know I love me a movie. Don't get me wrong, but to have you know. 24 hours of something or 20 hours of something compared to having two hours of something unless it's a Lord of the Rings movie where you're always going to get about 24 hours yeah. at least um, and that's another thing Lord of the Rings that's the completely different topics not because nothing to do with Disney Plus no. but the Lord of the Rings TV series well looking forward to that I am not no, well you won't because you're, you're I absolute... hate the Lord of the Rings movies I'm sorry guys if you really love them Good for you, but honestly, that's I've seen, because I've you're seen them a all goblin, once, and I and never need to see them again. Lose. I'm sorry. Oh, no, I'm not sorry. But but the point is though, is that that you're going to get Disney are now going to invest heavily. So you know, we've seen the trailers for the Mandalorian, and oh, oh yeah. my life, that looks like the best thing ever in the Star Wars universe. Because it looks like it could, like, it's either that it's got. It's like so Game of Thrones in space. In, yeah, well, it's either got so much money thrown into it that it's as good as a movie, or they've put so much time and effort into it in the way they've shot it and put it together and produced it that it looks like a movie. Well, just, either way, it looks as good as a movie, but it's a TV series. But it's John Favreau, so it's going to be good. Yeah, definitely. Right? And though they've made it, it's it's darker and it looks like it's more for an adult audience. I don't know because I've not seen it, but from the what they've shown in the trailers. Oh, it, it doesn't look. I'm oh, like say it doesn't look family friendly. It just there's no there's no I, like cutesy droids or Jar Jar Binks. I'm gonna I'm gonna put it out there and, and hazard a guess that it doesn't have as many comedic elements as exactly the new Star that Wars exactly that yeah yeah. Um, so that, that I, but it, I think it will have some. I mean, it wouldn't be Star Wars without some maybe even dark humor. Yeah, well, that's what I'm yeah. hoping. That's what I'm really hoping that it does that. Well, look, in the trailer, a guy basically walks through a door and the door closes and his, it looks like his body gets chopped in half. Mind you, that's not the first time Star Wars, Star Wars did that in the prequels. Well, yeah, with, with the um, Rancor once in, in Jabba and Jedi. Yeah. Um, but I was talking about Darth Maul, though, yeah. Th- let's not talk about those movies. Okay. You sorry. know we don't talk about those movies in this house. Is that why you cut me off? Yes. We do not do the prequels in this house. <laughs> okay, okay. Um... Now you've got to be thinking about Liam Neeson. He's the that worst when actor. Watched, when you watched Solo and it got to the last scene, you were like, "Who's that guy?" Well, no, but but uh, it's just Liam Neeson's terrible acting. Oh, you back to the prequels? Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was and bad. and Anakin. No matter what version of Anakin, whether it's the eight-year-old Anakin or like the I'm just about to shout no as well, it's not even him shouting it, but yeah. Oh, no, prequels. Anyway, so TV series. So Mandalorian, cool. But what Marvel ones are they going to do? Well, they're doing um, Loki. Yeah. Um, with actor's name, can't remember. My memory's Tom terrible. Tom Hiddleston. Um, there is a... Have you heard about the... Have you heard about WandaVision? Um, before you do that, uh, just, if Tom Hiddleston is still tied in with Disney and doing that, does that make him more of a shoe into doing the voiceover for Spaceship Perth? Yes. Yes, Definitely. More so than, than but then Benedict. also, they're, they're, but I think they're talking. They're, there are rumours of Cumberbatch. Uh, yeah, I think there are rumours of a Doctor Strange thing as well. So they're maybe on an equal footing. Anyway, back to the Wandavision. Have you heard about Wandavision? Were they that band that won? Right, like, clearly not. You've not heard about Wandavision. So there is a series about um, Vision and Scarlet Witch, who is Wanda. 
Oh, I thought you said one division. No, not one division. <laughs> one division. One division. Yeah, I'm sure it's called one division. I'm going to look that up you now because now you're making better. my um... your enunciation. St- I thought it was like one division. What, like one? That's one like direction. a boy band. <laughs> okay, yeah, one division. So um, it's basically a TV series spin-off from the Marvel Cinematic Universe, and um, I it's set in the 1950s, and it's going to be like a kitsch kind of. How does that work? Because that can't possibly. Well, it is. Do I they mean, go back in? Is it? Oh, so it's not. This there. is. So they released some. I think it was in the D twenty three Expo. They released so it is some, still uh, Elizabeth Olsen and Paul Bettany. Yes, it is Elizabeth Olsen. And Do Paul they go Bettany. back in time? I don't know. There's not been an awful lot released about it yet, but they released some like artwork, which is like a nineteen fifty style painting, and she looks like a fifties housewife. Yeah, but not in that bit though. Yeah, I think that's fan art. We're looking at, at, at stuff on my laptop right now. Sorry, guys. Um, Is that fan art? Uh. I don't know. Yeah, I think so. Anyway, so it's going to be a Disney Plus original series. Um, I don't know whether this means it's going to be like a kind of I Dream of Genie. No, of... no, that it can't be. <laughs> I think that's that's leading you down a garden path. I don't believe that that art is that that's when it's set. That was the official art they released at the G twenty three Expo. Yeah, that's fine, but I don't. I cannot believe it is going to be Vision in a cardigan in a whole I Dream of Genie thing. I don't know. That's no or Bewitched. Anyway, I still love Bewitched. That's amazing. Yeah, Bewitched is cool. Man, I'm so old. <laughs> Anyway. You weren't watching it originally. You were. Oh no, no, it, I, it was it was reruns, <laughs> same as like you know, the Waltons and. So yeah, so um, one division and um, I it did sound like I said one division. Yeah, one division. One division. Um, and there were some more, but I can't remember off the top of my head what they were. But the whole point is though, is that Disney Plus is going to be the platform. Oh, yeah. Because I mean, for me right now, the main thing I watch is Netflix, personally. We watch Netflix together, but there's a lot of Netflix I watch alone as well. I probably watch more Netflix than anything else. But I think when Disney Plus comes, that's going to change. Yeah. But they were, uh, still have to keep Sky because Ancient Aliens and F1. Yeah, the only reason we still have Sky Television is because of you. I could happily live without it now. And the thing is, we have to have the sports because you like the F1. No other sports. No other sports. Don't watch anything else. Don't watch football, golf, anything. Just for one of the many, 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 many sports channels which we have to pay extra for. It's very frustrating. But aliens. And yeah, you're obsessed with programs about aliens. They're always. It's always the same program. It's just exactly. It's always the same same program. program. They're always in Egypt. (laughs) That's it. (laughs) That's it. Oh dear. Anyway, I think even you will change your viewing habits once Disney Plus comes along. Yeah, well, that's the thing, and that's that's that's. I think that was the frustration with Disney Life is that once you watched kind of the bits you wanted to watch, is that that was it. It was kind of static, and it was it was. They didn't have everything anyway because they still had rights with Sky and and Netflix, and also it was very much geared towards kids, where I think Disney Plus is a platform for the whole family, for children and for adults. And the content is a lot broader and there's going to be so much of it. I think um, Disney in general are gearing a lot more things towards adults now and not just families. Obviously, families are like the staple of Disney, be it movies or theme parks or um, vacations. But um, I think in recent years... People without children, people with children who have grown up and moved 
on um, and young adults, they are bringing a lot of money to Disney and Disney are now finally kind of giving those customers what they're looking for too. And it's a good thing. They're catering for everyone now, I think. Yeah, it's cool. No, I look forward to that. But I look forward... It, like I said, the, what I was kind of talking about is, is that investment into TV series that, that where the, it's the same quality as a movie. Yeah. Like there, there was no point, say, watching something like Game of Thrones where you thought, oh, do you know, that's a bit rubbish. You know, no, that's obviously... Because you look, you look at Game of Thrones now and you watch Lord of the Rings movies now, is Lord of the Rings looks starting to date quite a bit. Yeah, it's, they've been on, they've been on like ITV2 or something they're always the last on. couple of weeks. Yeah, it's because they, they, they last so long that by the time it's finished, the next one, yeah, it's always on. Um, <laughs> but they do, they do look actually, like the CGI quality in some of the early ones is like, ooh. When, Dodgy. When, was, it, no, it's not. That's not fair. <laughs> it, it, it's just you can see where things have improved. Yeah, and definitely. that's a thing. And so yeah, so to, to see that investment into into something that's going to be hopefully scripted and acted really well as a TV series, like written really well, because that was the only problem I had with some of those existing Marvel ones is the the the, the writing was like. You know, we're not writing it for a blockbuster movie, so kind of, I'm really probably pissing off some really good like writers now um, that were on those shows. But uh, you know what I mean? It, they, they weren't like movie quality. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I look forward to that. I think um, the last bit of uh, news that we should mention before we sign off is that um, this weekend on Sunday. The Skyliner finally opens. Um, in fact, yeah. it's been open for cast member previews for the past few days. So there has been a bit of um, some videos and photos and things going out over the last couple of days on social media and YouTube and that kind of thing. Um, what's interesting to note is it looks like there is... We knew there was no, no air conditioning on board and we wondered whether there would be like some Vents. kind of fan system or other bit. Yeah, it's basically just vents. Which is what you want. Which is fine. Do you know what? The, the footage I have seen, everybody's hair is getting blown around everywhere. So it's obviously going to be cool enough. Um, some of the videos that show the views that you get out of these things as you're travelling along look amazing. Yeah. Um, and I think the all I wonder is, are people just going to really clog it up at least initially, because they're kind of treating it like a ride. No, I don't know. Or will I don't it operate so. quite smoothly? Will there be lines? I think that's that's what I'm interested to know. Will there be long lines? Well, I think the th- the, thing, the 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 joy of that kind of thing is that it's constantly moving. There's no kind of stop, load up, and go. It's just constantly moving. Um, but also because you're going to various destinations, there will be people that will ride it for the sake of riding it. And for the first couple of weeks... Oh, don't get me wrong. Probably we most, will ride it for the sake of and, riding and, it next year. <laughs> and mostly press and vloggers for the first couple of weeks. Yeah. You know. Um, but I think, no, I think it will calm down, especially because it will it will free up other modes of transportation as well. And there's still lots of people, because you even told me about it like in the week, that there's people that are stating that they will definitely not go on the Skyliner. Oh, because they're, they're scared, scared of heights. Because they're scared of heights and yeah. just scared of being on that thing anyway. So, yeah, yeah I, I, I don't know. I've got to wait and see, and I'm sure some locations will be busier than others. Yes, definitely. Um, so yeah, I think it's just kind of um, see really. Um, I'm excited to see how it goes. I'm surprised at the amount of merchandise that they've offered for it. Have you seen that? Yeah, loads, loads of different things, loads of different tops, magic bands, pins, but even um, pass holder exclusives. 
So there's a, I think there's a couple of passholder exclusive shirts. There's a passholder exclusive pin. There might even be a passholder magic band. But which is crazy. It's not even a Disney park or a ride or a show. It's but Disney it, it's, transport. But it's 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 iconic because even yeah. even you can still buy artwork of the old one from like Anaheim and stuff. Yeah. Oh, and the old one like, that was in, 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 in Magic Kingdom itself. Yeah, and and but also you know if if there was like a merchandise Olympics, Disney would win the gold in every event. Yeah. You know so. The fact that there is all this merchandise already available for something that I hasn't opened be surprised yet, really but it's essentially we? a bus in the sky. <laughs> <laughs> you know, why? Why isn't there bus merchandise? Why can't you buy the Disney buses and things about the buses? I, do you know what? I, I will make an early prediction. So that you know that just before we arrived, and the boats, those um, those new buses were being wrapped with the characters. Do you remember there was a Mickey one and a Minnie one yeah. and stuff? So they're all about now. But now, in the last couple of weeks, there's been some new wrapped buses coming out that are, rather than just a character, they have kind of like massive scenes from various movies. Like, I'm pretty sure I saw a Moana one, which had kind of Moana and a couple of other characters on one side and then some other stuff on the other. But the whole vehicle is wrapped and the whole thing is is all graphical. Is that the word? <laughs> I don't know. Um, but it looks amazing and people love it. You know, so I think they're just going to keep going with that. So I make an early prediction that you're going to have some of those iconic graphic buses available in some kind of merchandise format soon at some point. And the boats. You should have the boats. Oh, and you know, I bet they've done it. I bet the reason they've wrapped the buses is because the Skyliner, obviously every gondola on the Skyliner is wrapped differently with different characters. And the buses being just kind of the generic grey, red, white bus. Um probably didn't look fancy enough so that's probably why they're doing it mm -hmm. interesting well it's it's um it looks cool I, I i can't wait to go on it i'm really excited to go on it um i think i think we should hop on it um at either epcot or hollywood studios and go and pay riviera a visit while we're out there because as dvc members it's somewhere we can look to stay in the future and i think we should go check it out that was one other thing this week so um riviera yeah dvc only resort yeah and yet they are selling it, it's bookable as a normal hotel it on is. the disney website yeah so you can go if you're in What's the uk if you're in the uk and you're looking to book a holiday in disney world next year you can book a studio room or one bed villa you can even pay for the three bed grand villa if you want if you've got that kind of money to burn um to stay next year i mean i was looking at our dates for next year which is the end of august and all of those were options that you could pay cash for so that uh, was all that i thought was only dvc, DVC. exclusive but you can book it directly with disney hey, even look, if, you're not. if you've got the money to spend go do it because to be able to stay in a brand new resort in its first year of operation, and the rooms are gorgeous. Okay, so th this... It's worth it. Would you... Is that... I don't know. Is that unfair, though, for like the people that have bought into it from a DVC point of view? I'm, I might feel... If, if I had bought that resort, I might feel that that's a bit unfair that it's then just available to buy. Um. And that's not well, that. Right, don't get me wrong. That's not DVC snobbery. Uh, it's just the fact that you know, it, if it's advertised as, as being just for DVC, yeah. and then to have it open 
Trevor well, look, this is something they do at Old Key West, um, and something they they've done at. I was going to say Saratoga, but I think Saratoga is not exclusively DVC, is it? But Old Key no. West, Old Key West, they don't was. do it at a beach club. And well, no, they do sell rooms at beach club. Do they? But the way that they normally do it, at, oh no, look, it's two, but it's two, two different parts of beach club. So you've got the DVC bit that's painted green, oh, and you've got true. the. But look, Old Key West generally, I think, was always just DVC, right? Anyway. The way that they used to sell the rooms at, at, at Old Key West would be that initially they wouldn't be offered, but when the, I think, seven-month window came around and people did their swaps and then there were still rooms left on the inventory, then they sold those rooms off for cash. And that's fair because then everybody's kind of like had their go and the DVC members have got what they wanted and even the seven-month people have got what they wanted and then they just sell what's left over. So I'm fine with that. It is strange that they're offering cash rooms at the 11 month window. Um, but I'm guessing they're doing that because they don't have, maybe they've not sold enough of the DVC spots yet to hold back on doing that. Maybe they've not had enough booking. I don't know. They've obviously doing it for a reason. Mm. And I, I say, if you've got the money to spend, you want to go stay there, go stay there because it looks lovely. Yeah. And anyway, we will go and visit it next year. We will. And we, tomorrow is our last day of adding days on to our stay. Yes, so... so... We've been able to book the whole 15 nights in August, um, just leading through to the first few days of September, up Copper Creek, Wilderness Lodge. Booking on, a studio, booking and there a, are not many studios. A deluxe studio Creek. with walk-in shower, um, with no problems at all. No availability issues, no problems at all. Because we were really worried. Well, I, I have seen a lot of people on Facebook saying, oh my gosh, you cannot get a studio at Copper Creek, even at 11 months. They sell out immediately. It's a nightmare. You're going to have a real problem. So I was actually really nervous that we weren't going to be able to get what we wanted. But this time around, it's been fine. It's been fine. And, and when I started to look to book, there was complete availability throughout June, July and August. Mm -hmm. That's changed now. There are some days that you have to wait list. But... Get on the wait list. You, you you should be fine. Um, I mean, we, so we have because you can only book seven days first, and then every day on from there you, at one o'clock you can then book an extra day online. We I mean, can do it over the phone, but it's easier to do it online. Um, so we've been adding that extra day on every day in the afternoons. Um, so tomorrow will be our last one. It'll be day fifteen tomorrow. And then and all that, we'll that, need to do is finally sort out what we want to do. At the front end of the holiday, we've talked about that a little bit more this week. So we... message us some recommendations, maybe on like Instagram. Um, yeah. Because we we've stayed we're we're, we're we've we stay at Universal Property. We've stayed. We, we we've toyed. We normally stay at Universal Property. Or we have done before. Well, the um, last two trips we have, we stayed at Hard Rock like this year. Two years ago, we stayed at um, Lowe's Royal Pacific. They're both got, excellent. And got the Express Pass, and that's why we did it for the it Express Pass. It was for the Pass. Express Pass. So we're, oh. we're still toying with that. Um, but we've also stayed at the Hilton Garden Inn. We're also toying with the idea of just staying at a different Disney resort, just, just to stay in the Disney bubble and just commute to, to Universal. But if there's other kind of places... We only need two nights. We only need like the Tuesday, the or say, the 18th, Tuesday, 18th, Wednesday, the 19th. 19th. So it's only for two nights. Um, so yeah, if there's anywhere you think is is pretty special, then uh, or know. a bit of a hidden gem, a hidden yeah, real secret, then that would be cool. It, ideally, probably closer to Universal for those yeah, days. Yeah, because we don't have a car, so we will be using Uber or walking if it's super close by. 
So yeah. Yeah. So looking forward to that. So that's all. But and what is with flight prices at the moment? I think it's the Thomas Cook effect. I cannot believe that the flight prices right now. If you look on British Airways today, we can't look at Virgin yet because they haven't released the flights for last week in August or last two weeks. Um, but British Airways is double what we paid last year this year this year yeah it's double. crazy i'm hoping that's because like you say virgin haven't released their prices yet i also think the whole thomas cook situation that you know it's still not even a week old yet i think that's having some effect on things i think maybe hopefully in a little while from now those prices should come down but i'm definitely not booking right now because those prices are insane crazy um so yeah but you know holiday plans for next year all still coming together uh we'll be there soon cool so this weekend hopefully we will do a video of our merch haul so we can take Let's all the good stuff out of the box saying this in the next podcast because i feel like we've said this in the last two already. yeah yeah can you like like hold us to this so this yeah, weekend please. we will we will do the merch video we will and you will edit and put up the first vlog yes because you do all the editing yes i have nothing to do with it rather than just point and stuff yes show you how to use the software a little bit so yeah let's get that done this weekend so that when we do this vlog i'm sorry this podcast i'm so confused <laughs> when we do this podcast next week we can tell people to go and watch this stuff. both those videos both of those videos will be up and yes. live i would like that cool that's our mission for this weekend okay Agreed. Excellent. For now, should we just go and like have another beer and then go to bed? Do you know it's like it's only eight thirty? Is it really? It feels so much later. It's eight thirty. <laughs> I'm not having a beer and go to bed at eight thirty. Okay, we're old, but we're not that old. You are. Oh, uh, maybe. I'm not. I'm a young one. <laughs> okay, I think that does it for now. Yeah. Um. Uh. Thank you to everyone that's reviewed our podcast in the last week. It's been really lovely. Um. If you haven't reviewed it yet and you would like to go and give us some feedback on whatever uh, podcast place you listen to us on, please do so. It really helps us out. Um. You can subscribe to our videos over on YouTube. We are Charlton's Do Disney. Likewise, you can follow us on Instagram. We post pretty much every day, and we probably overshare stuff on our stories but hey you guys seem to like that that's at charlton's do disney on instagram but yeah pop along follow us say hi uh we love meeting new people online uh, and in the meantime take care we will be back here next week for another after dinner disney after dinner wonder vision after dinner disney next week have a great weekend catch you later bye bye